Good morning. Just fixing my microphone here so you guys hear me. Good morning and welcome to the Profit Lab podcast. Woohoo! We always start our day with any of my podcasts, actually. I start always with a, a great rock music. So um, last uh, Thursday on the other podcast, Marie Jones CPA, um, I got to play a little bit of Motley Crue. So that was very cool. It was very exciting. Um, so anyway, hello, guys. Um, I am your host, Marie Tarosian. I'm a CFO, an auditor, a certified public accountant, and a chartered global management accountant. I serve the entrepreneurs and the business owners through my CPA firm, Marie Tarosian CPA, and my management consulting uh, company, The Profit Lab. So the Profit Lab uh, podcast serves to expand our mission to empower entrepreneurs by bringing their stories to the masses. We are thrilled to tell your story to inspire, empower, and uplift other entrepreneurs. So uh, please go ahead and check out our website, theprofitlab.biz slash podcast, so you can listen to the podcast on the go. So just a quick uh, uh, summary of what we've done so far. Uh, we launched the, the, the Profit Lab podcast on August 2nd when, when I spoke about my entrepreneurial journey um, and uh, I shared some valuable takeaways from the challenges that I faced. Um, so since then, you know, we've, we've been bringing different entrepreneurs. So I want to make sure you go and check out the, the past three, other, three, four other episodes that happened. Uh, where we had uh, Hong Kong Enterprises, we had uh, uh, map, uh, hip maps, and uh, also to the Bay uh, payments. So we are bringing great entrepreneurs to you. Uh, and if you want to be on the show, as a, uh, if you're an entrepreneur and you want to be on the show, make sure to send us an email to support at theprofitlab.biz. Uh, today, August 30th, is our fifth episode and we are live as usual on Facebook uh, at the Profit Lab uh, Profit Lab Biz, uh, on LinkedIn Marie Tourism CPA CGMA, and on YouTube channel Marie Tourism CPA. Uh, so make sure to subscribe, follow, like, and share the podcast so that other people can enjoy the conversations and learn from those stories. So with that. My, my guest today is someone very special, and I actually alluded to him, uh, you know, joining me on, the, on an interview uh, when I was talking about my journey. Um, this gentleman is someone that I, uh, you know, has become a, a great friend for me, um, and I've learned so much from him. So I can't wait. I can't wait for this interview to happen. I'm so excited. So with that, I want to introduce to you Maurice uh, Gabriel Alexander, founder and CEO of The Revenue Sage. Uh, he is a sales and marketing executive for over 20 years. Uh, he's been building powerful sales strategies and developing successful teams that utilize emerging technologies and cutting-edge systems to drive revenue on product results. Uh, Maurice has structured mission-critical sales processes and trained sales leaders for BMW, Audi, IBM, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, and Cerebris Capital. And uh, so he's, he has enjoyed empowering good sales teams and leading them to become great sales teams as small as five and as large as 200. So with that, 
Maurice, welcome hey, Marie. I was all excited too. I was like, man, who are we waiting for? Who's this special person? Let's, go. <laughs> Let's do this. Hey, I really appreciate being on your podcast. Um, as I was mentioning earlier, I'm not a podcast type person, not because <laughs> I just don't, I just don't literally don't have the time and I have to be very selective with who and how I hop on. So, but I really appreciate it. And I was, I, I was almost, you know, I, I almost started crying when you asked me, but I appreciate it very <laughs> much. Thank you. Yes. We have a, you know, we have a very, uh, I think a uh, special friendship. We go back, you know, several years. Uh, I, I, it's funny because where we met is kind of where I, you know, really started to um, understand and, and, and internalize that love for entrepreneurship, right? Being surrounded yeah. by so many entrepreneurs, you know, um, as most of the uh, the members were at the chamber, right? And so Absolutely. that's where I, that's really where I fell in love. You know, prior to that, um, not that I hadn't been an entrepreneur. I've always been an entrepreneur. I think entrepreneurship, in my opinion, starts with you internally, yes. right? And what and what I mean by that is one of the things I. I constantly harp on with all my business development folks or anyone, you know, whether I'm coaching or mentoring, you know, leaders like yourself. At the end of the day, one of the things I say is, you know, it's not about the company. It's not about what it says on the sign on top. It's not about any of those things. It's about two things. One, the client value that you're providing to the client and two, your internal brand, meaning the, in my case, it's Mo Inc., right? Um, Maurice Inc. <laughs> yes. It is. I work for myself as an entrepreneur. Absolutely. Whether I whether I have you know a sign above me that says IBM or whatever the case is, I am still responsible and accountable for myself and my production and my you know my success right out yes. there. And so that's what drives me. And you know I think that's the very first thing that you have to recognize as an entrepreneur. If you can feel comfortable with uh, it's my I'm, I'm, I'm the company, I'm, you know, the brand, then it all starts from there. You have probably maybe 50% of the battle won as far as being an entrepreneur. The other 50%, I got to be honest with you, it's going to be bloody and it's going to be messy, but it's well worth it. Right. And so it is what it is. Um, you got to get in there. Uh, I, I tell folks, you know, being an entrepreneur, just like, you know, in sales, uh, it's a full contact sport. You know, you're going to get hit a couple of times. Contact. It is. It's full contact. So, and, and that's probably why, why you take, you know, <laughs> the, know. Uh, the Taekwondo and all that, right? I know. It's, 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 it, that, that's full contact. And I, I tell folks, it is, you know, being an entrepreneur, being in sales, it's full contact. You're going to get hit a couple of times. You got to be able to take oh, those yeah. licks, you know, and, oh, you know yeah. and, and lick them off and, you know, keep going. You know, the match isn't <laughs> over. The fight isn't over, whatever the case is, right? So, it's full contact. It's, you know, you don't sit on the sidelines. You cannot be an entrepreneur as, you know, sitting on the sidelines, right? Um, And looking at the playbook and all those things and, you know, kind of directing folks. That's not being an entrepreneur. It's getting out there and, you know, getting a lick in and, you know, or or taking a lick, you know, so it is what it is. So, but I'm glad I'm on the podcast, especially um, when you told me the topic is, you know, to empower entrepreneurs. That's kind of what, you know, what I do. And, you know, part of where my passion is at, right? Empowering entrepreneurs and helping them. And so yeah. here we are. So cool. I'm happy yeah. to talk to you, Marie. I, I, I know you probably have tons of questions for me. I know you always do. And, and, and I love it because, I, you know, I, I, I don't mind sharing with you and your awesome. listeners, obviously. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. So where do we begin? Yeah. We begin with getting to know you, Maurice, the person. Oh, the values, shoot. all of that. Well, I appreciate that. So as I, I kind of <laughs> walk through, you know, I started, um, maybe that might be the, the most sensible place. I started 
I'm going to date myself a little bit here, but about 22, 23 years ago, and I wasn't supposed to be in sales. That wasn't my, you know, I was supposed to be <laughs> like you like in, fi- in, fi- in finance. Exactly. <laughs> I, and I actually made it, um, made it pretty, you know, made a pretty decent living and, and made it in, on Wall Street. Um, I, you know, I was, I was called, you know, the golden boy. I mean, there's several things, right? They even nicknamed me uh, Mo Money. And it's phenomenal. It was a great feeling. Um, and one of my mentors, you know, just pushed me out and said, hey, listen, I have a, you know, it took me from behind the desk, if you will, and, you know, mm-hmm. and doing the, the, the actual work um, and said, listen, your personality, you know, and all this stuff. I mean, you have all the makings of what? And I took heart to that, you know, I, and I took, I took that to heart. And, you know, I kind of dug in a little bit more into psychology, right? Um, mm. Because a lot of things that we were doing has to do with psychology, true, psychology true. of the buyer and all those things, right? And not just psychology of the buyer, but also like how to motivate teams and how to keep them, you know, sustainable yes. and growing with, you know, absolutely. And, and a lot of folks don't understand this, but growing too much is bad too, right? And growing too little, you're dying. So it's a combination. So being able to motivate them and get that right um, push so you don't tilt over one way or the other. And so, right. again, I didn't fall in love with psychology. I fell in love with how it helps me relate to folks. That mm-hmm. was so such a long time ago, I probably remember very little things. And that's not true because I use a lot of those techniques them. and I, I use them all the time. They just become second nature, right? Um, so the so questions I don't, you I, ask me is like, uh, oh, that sounds psychology. <laughs> it is. And so, you know, but you, you bring those, those learnings and those lessons. And, you know, as they pushed me out into sales, uh, I was a little bit, you know, hesitant. Um, but I think that, and that I think I know, confirmed by um, Mark Cuban, right? We all know who Mark mm-hmm. Cuban is, you yes. know, billionaire, owner of the, is it the Houston uh, Mavericks and the basketball team and all that stuff. And he's on the Shark Tank and all that stuff. And yes, it's funny because yes. the other, about a week ago, I saw a an Instagram post where he's talking about, you know, as an entrepreneur, what's, you know, what's the most important skill. And he flat out said, listen, selling. Selling is the one, the one thing as an entrepreneur that you must be able you need to know. Wow, that makes sense. You kind of have to yes. have some clients, new clients, new blood, and all that stuff. And so, absolutely, <laughs> I, I, I I learned that uh, very early on. You know, selling is you know, and 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 again, some people you know, selling or sales you know is a very bad word, right? It's right, a, right. Because they've been approached or been mismanaged or you know, almost neglected by sales folks that they've dealt with in the past, right? Professionals right. don't do that. You know, professional sales folks, you know, are, it's more about you than them. That's, that's, sure. that's, that's the hallmark of, uh, of a real uh, professional salesperson, right? And so I took on that challenge and I've, again, excelled and managed with many teams. I've built teams across the world, not just across the country for many companies. And it was it, it, very successful, loved, loved life, you know, but it wasn't until I ended up at the chain. I tell this story a lot. <laughs> I do. And it, cause it, that moment in time, you know, roughly about five years ago changed yes. my life. Right. I didn't start out as an, an entrepreneur. Then I had some of the nebulous concepts, right? right. These, you know, I need the sales got to have the, you know, my dad was an entrepreneur. He was, you know, a general contractor and his dream was to pass on the company. I didn't want to, 
right? I didn't want to be, you know, I didn't want to be known as, you know, the guy who, you know, took on his dad company and not that it was a bad thing. I just, that, that wasn't my, my flavor. I wanted to do my thing, you know, sure. and blaze, blaze my own trail. And so I did that and, but I've learned a lot and I took a lot of the lessons now going backwards in time. Um, a lot of those lessons that my father taught me, you know, my dad, he taught me a lot of great lessons being an entrepreneur. Yes. And I was able to apply a lot of those lessons throughout you know, my career. But it wasn't until I got to the team where I, I saw, oh, my God, there's a whole world of small, medium sized businesses out here and they're all needing help. Absolutely. All kinds of help. <laughs> and and I started to dive in, you know, we, you know, rebuilt a lot of, you know, the packaging uh, packages for their product offerings, how we were going to help these small businesses out in the community. And it, as we kept having more conversations, more and more conversations with members and, and even non-members, we started to dig in, what are the real needs? And, and you know, I, I, I have a feeling that I've, you know, with a couple of my partners and folks like yourself, that we've been able to pinpoint Right. You know, five or six of those places where it's like, oh, this is a game changer, right? Th these yes. are game changing small things, but it gets you to the next level. And a lot of times that's where entrepreneurs, you know, fall down or lose a little bit of that faith and or, you know, keep some up at night where they think, well, am I really doing the right thing? Like, am I doing it? How am I supposed to? Because there is no manual for entrepreneurship, right? There isn't. Yeah, there um, isn't. There, there isn't. There's a lot of folks that are coaches, mentors, and they're all great. You have to have someone, you know, it's better Absolutely. to have someone, someone, <laughs> right, than not have anyone at all, right? And right. At, at very minimum, that person can keep you accountable. And so, yes, I learned a lot. And that's where my love for entrepreneurship really, really took off uh, to the point where at, you know, again, almost at the onset, right before COVID, my mom got very sick and I had to take off. Um, take a leave and, and within that leave i just figured you know maybe i can help entrepreneurs in a different way using my skill set right my skill set in marketing yes. and sales and so that's kind of what i've been doing over the last what three years um it's been an interesting ride i've had you know a lot of ups and downs and you know and uh, you know we've even developed a software that's come out of it i mean just again exploring things right is being very yeah. innovative with the idea that whatever I produce or whatever I can put out there is going to help other entrepreneurs. And so that's where we yes. are today. Yes. So that's kind of like, that's kind of, that's kind of my, my story in, a, in, in five minutes, probably took a little <laughs> longer, but um, it is a very long, it's a long story. Again, 25 years, it's a long time, but you know. It is a long time. Yeah. You know? But I, I'm so glad because, you know, you, you said it too, you know, uh, your mentor, where you were working at the time, noticed something in you that, and then helped you kind of develop that other skill that he's like, well, you don't realize you have this skill, but you got, so it's great. I'm so glad that that mentor you had early on in your life. And, and it's kind of repeatable to actually my guest from last week, which you mentioned the same thing. Um, on my end, I didn't get that mentor other than my dad, who was similar to your dad, he had his own little business. I didn't have that mentor until much, much later on, you know, like I had someone like you and we met at the chamber, we were like talking, we had so many things like ideas in common, like we were able to work through sure. the sales and the, the numbers and like, oh my God, I can't believe this guy can, can un actually understand the budget that I'm putting <laughs> together. I don't have to fight to teach something, you know, uh, versus, and uh, maybe you may have thought, I don't know, you could tell me, but like, that I was very open to learning from you some of the sales things. I was like, wow, I've never 
realized sales had such specific processes, structure, and I never thought of sales that way because my brain works very strategically, like very structured, and because you know I, so, I use a lot of analysis. So yeah. I was like so impressed at the time, and it's so I'm so glad we 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 got to meet and work on so many things together. Yeah. So I would say a couple of things from that experience, right? In 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 collaborating with you, for me on my end, it was also refreshing to be able to talk to a CPA that could put on a different, you know, a CPA, CFO, you know, just put on a different hat and think about in terms of, again, sales has certain processes and procedures. It's not just about numbers. It obviously is about the numbers, but how do we get to those numbers? <laughs> there's, there? there's, 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 there's almost a science behind it too, right? Yes. And so that's the thing that, you know, in order to explain that to someone who's boxed in, you know, kind of like a typical CF, <laughs> typical CFO, it's a little harder, but the conversation flowed, you understood, okay, so there's inflows from here and this is kind of how things happen, right? And what's refreshing is that you, you know, again, it wasn't a full hard press on, I had to almost train you. No, it was, it flowed and, and that might've opened right might have opened a little bit of like wait if there's a process if there's procedures just like right. there is in accounting and finance exactly. and all this stuff it's replicatable it's duplicatable right. you just right. have to have the right formulas in the right cells and then right. you're done <laughs> that's the thing with with sales in a way right a lot of it is replicatable it's duplicatable and you know again if you have the right formula you're done you just have to you know rinse wash and repeat whether you're adding a new product, whatever the case is, understanding your, your obviously your target audience and your client is of utmost important. That that's the value that you bring. But the process itself on how to acquire a client or you know just walking them down that what folks call that funnel um, is always going to be the same more or less, right? It could change here, but if if you have it to a, down to a science or formula, then I can now put in front of you a CFO or even an investor. <laughs> financials, right. solid financials with forecast that I know I'm comfortable. Hey, we're going to hit these numbers. Right. And so yes. Yes. That, that at the end of the day, right. What you and I put down on paper means nothing if they're not achievable and they're not realistic right. or what. So that's where the magic happens, I think. So that for, for us um, on my end, that that was great and that you were able to capture and again, interpret a lot of those things, help me interpret that with the board and say, okay, this is where we're moving in this direction. <laughs> it, it really was, it, it's refreshing. A lot of times, you you know, um, you have to fight folks, you know, when it's something yes. new, um, <laughs> you do. And, 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 and believe it or not, even at some of the bigger companies, right? Fortune, you know, 1,500, they know there are processes and procedures. Now, not so much, right? Because Here's, here's one thing that I've noticed in the last, yeah, I would say maybe six, seven years mm -hmm. with, with technology moving so fast. Sales has become a lot more data driven. And so yes. when you, data is numbers, right? And so you, yes. you fall back on it, someone like myself who understands the processes and the procedures and everything else, but also understands the number and can interpret the data. Yes, I, I see the formula and I can replicate formulas <laughs> very easily. I mean, it's 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 almost like I have a cheat code when I use the data. And a lot of companies are now starting to get smarter about the data, using the data, you know, right. using technology, using CRMs and things like that to automate 
but yes. not just also automate their process where, so it saves time, but also they're doing it to be more precise, right? right. Precise, they like, can understand behavior too from those automations. There's so much uh, you can learn. Which one did they click? Which one which, should be following up in another automation? Absolutely. There's so much information absolutely. in there on the buyer's behavior inside of the CRM if they're using it correctly. If they're using it, right? And so, and if you have a, a little more, you know, sophisticated CRM that, you know, has some triggers and things like that, that's all, right. you know, based off of, you know, machine learning or AI or both, that's one step that you don't have to do because you've kind of pre-programmed if this if this happens and this happens and, and, and it reads, you know, some of the psychological behavior and it also learns. And so now your process, your complete process that's systematized flows and it's frictionless. I wouldn't say completely frictionless, but a lot less frictionless, right? And so that's important, getting getting to the, the prospects or the folks, your potential clients, future clients, the right information at the right time in their tone that they're going to understand, right? Because yeah. not everyone, as you and I know, when we're dealing with <laughs> folks, are, they're, you know, there's so many, you know, so many different personalities, right? True. But for example, just in the learning personality, right? Um, and we talk about our kids all the time, you know, like my daughter's a lot more visual, you know, um, as opposed to someone who's more auditory or whatever the case is, right? There's learning sure. styles and there's you know, personalities on how you take in information, this profile, things like all those things kind of can be built into and coalesced into a system, you know, and if your CRM or your process, right, your sales process that you've implemented, whether it's through a CRM or a live person assistant, whatever the case is, whatever that process right. is, you input that line of formula or code. Oh my God, it makes life a little easier for <laughs> you because again, you're you're hitting, you're, you're you're giving the you know the, your future client the right information at the right time that they're searching right. for, they're looking for. I mean, they're needing at this moment in time. That makes you ten times more valuable. Absolutely. Right? Uh, not that I was, you know, suggested by the 10x behind you or anything like that, but it, it makes you 10 times more valuable. Um, but it's it's a it's a it's it's wonderful, you know, when you can help and accelerate that, right? Um, you you create pipeline velocity. I mean, just things get better, um, I, yes. and that's why I'm I'm so, well, you know, passionate about sales and marketing, right? Because it's kind of like the lifeblood of businesses. And I'm also very passionate about it because a lot of the smaller, medium-sized businesses, they don't have the resources that a Fortune 5000 or a Fortune 1, who's going to come in there? Like, for example, you know, like yeah. someone like an IBM or an Audi, they have no problems writing me, you know, a check for, you know, six <laughs> figures, six figures. Right? Like, six figures to come in for, you know, two or three months and train some of their new sales managers that are going to be, yeah. like, again, things like which is fine, but that's not how the economies run, right? Right. Audi, BMW, and these big companies, the Fortune 500s, they aren't the only ones in the economy. There are a lot of folks. And then I look back and I say, man, I wish my dad would have had someone, you know, that would have helped him when he first started, you know, when he got yes. to this country, right? Yes. Like you, you and I have yes, had that conversation right. yes. many times. Yes. You know, many if times. there were someone out there that would have helped them in that sense, and, I, and I've taken a step back also, like, well, there were chambers back then, but back then chambers were different and they're still limited because a yes. lot of times, you know, they're they're quasi-governmental and there's a lot of things, true, right? True, true. And other countries they, are like that, yes. 
they yes. can they can provide a lot a lot of assistance and a lot of help. But on top of that, you got to be honest. You know, they don't they're not sales and marketing engines. They can't no. build those things, no. right? <laughs> so you have to go to someone right who can build a sales and marketing engine. If what you're doing is selling product or services, if you're not Absolutely. selling product or services, you don't need to sell anything, right? But I don't know any businesses that don't sell. I, I have just to don't sell have something. I, somebody's <laughs> got to sell something to somebody, you know, someone, someone's got to hand over some money or cash, or credit, or whatever the case yeah. is, right? In order to keep that going. And it's, you know, 44, it's between 41 and 44%, which by the way has eroded in the last 10 years. You know, the amount of small businesses and entrepreneurs that are out there, right? But, and that number can vary. That right. number varies depending on the city, the metro, right? And, you know, we happen to be in the South Florida, which is a yes. large metro. Yes. That number's probably, you know, smaller or larger, right? If you move into like a Madison, Wisconsin, for example, or a smaller MSA, or, you know, that number of small businesses might be a lot higher, higher percentage wise. Right. Rise because you don't have a lot of Fortune 5000 or even you know larger corporations with over you know five or six hundred employees, and so that small business number increases. They sure. need help. So for some you know for a city like Madison, Wisconsin, I'm using that. I don't you know I've exactly. never even been there. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't. I mean the, the name. It just came to mind. It just came came to mind. You know I you know <laughs> Madison, Wisconsin, whatever. Who knows? Um, I thought of it as a small city. You know, it the those small businesses are critical to the economy of that Absolutely. of that you know that yeah. city right and so more so than it is in you know in a larger msa in new york right my small dry cleaner may not take down the economy in, in new york city or manhattan but my small dry cleaner may be the only dry cleaner in in madison wisconsin or you know or yeah. the outskirts right so it makes a difference where you're at as well yeah. and so um i wish someone would have you know helped my dad um mm -hmm. with a lot of those things he did well uh, but he could have done so much more in 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 a, in a shorter period of time, and I think you and I had that conversation once upon a time when you know, you know, after about what, it was like close to three years already being on on your own and all that stuff, and yes, you know, you went through your pains and and challenges of <laughs> you know what it took to get you to where you're at today, and you know, I mean, at one point, I, I I'm it's very pivotal, and you and I you know have had this conversation <laughs> where I asked you, Marie, I gotta ask because I'm just blown away <laughs> how much time effort and money if we had to ball this all up did it yes. take to get you to where you're at today and i think it was like some somewhere in the ballpark of like two hundred thousand is what when yes. you did the math yes. and my next question is would that like if someone would have came with a package solution for you to get you and not a hundred thousand you know not two hundred thousand you know, right. if they would have said, hey, look, it's X amount of dollars, would that have gotten you faster to where you're at today? And your answer was, oh, hell yes. You know, it wasn't hell yes, <laughs> but it was like something like I, you were jumping up and down. Yeah. You know, like it would have been because that would have saved you a lot of time. Absolutely. You Maybe not so much money. Right. Because yeah. you're, I, my opinion is, you know, again, sales and marketing. If you're watching the dollars properly and you're getting a good ROI and you know where you're at, yes. it's not an expense. It's not. It's an investment in your company it's and your really growth. Is. In your growth, you're, yes. you know, the growth of your company. You cannot grow <laughs> your company without investing in it in the sales and marketing. It just doesn't happen. I'm sorry. That you know, any yeah. entrepreneur or any person that thinks that they're going to become an entrepreneur and is going to do it organically and just no, there's you got to invest. You got it. You're either 
time, talent, or treasure. You're either going to invest your time, your right. talent, or your treasure. One of the or right. all three. And I did all three. You did all three. And <laughs> but that's but but that's why you're at where you're at, right? You're in a different space than you know if you had not. And so that's very important to you know to bring forth, right? Um, where I see that mentality a lot, some, you know, some of the smaller businesses, um, they think that they're going to get it done on their own and they can, it's but you're going to have to learn. Yes. You, well, yes. It's going to take you a long time. Yes. And you're going to have to learn. You're going to have to invest. So you're, there's no way around investing. You're either investing yourself knowledge, learning it, and then lost opportunities because while you're learning opportunities are just right. And so you're still, it's still an investment. I don't care how you look at it. You're just slicing it different it's way. Serious. And so that's that's the reason why, you know, we built, you know, what we built. Um, it didn't start out that that way. It actually started out in exclusively sales, marketing and, you know, coaching uh, leadership, if you will. Uh, and then it kind of moved into, well, there's other places where we can, you know, help. And some of those places, if we've done a lot of research, you know, just the digital marketing piece has been yes. so critical Super for a lot of business. I can see this where like age. in your business. Oh Absolutely. I mean, if you don't have it, you don't have a digital footprint. Don't exist. You don't exist. Don't if you're exist. not on Google, you don't exist. I mean, it just, you don't have, you don't exist. I mean, that's just the reality, right? And what's crazier about it is that as we fast forward, you know, five years out in time, yes. right? The trend, because of, again, the folks, you know, millennials, gens, everyone is going to continue. I just don't see Facebook. Google or any of these things kind of shrinking. Right. It's not going to happen, right? And so, and as, you know, as as my daughter gets older, she does a lot more on her phone and her laptop and all those <laughs> things, right? Yeah, that's that's the way of the world, that's right? The yeah. it, it was funny because uh, I, I went to a, a friend's house and his mom happened to be visiting there and she, you know, pulled out her checkbook for something. I can't remember what it was. And everyone there almost looked around like, what is that? What is that? It's a checkbook. <laughs> A checkbook. We haven't seen a checkbook in ages. And then it was funny because I was having a conversation with someone else. It was like, you know, as as that generation moves on, we may never see checks. No. No. When, you're you do business for a lot of business, you know, other businesses. You're as a CPA. And think about it. You don't get you don't see as many checks floating around those, you know, financial people doing things electronically, right? They hop Everything on their phone. Yep. They can either Venmo, Zelle, Venmo, I mean, just wires. <laughs> I, I was getting a haircut the other day and the gentleman in the, in the chair next to me gets up and says, okay, well, you know, how much was it done? And, you know, the, the, you know, the, the gentleman says, oh, it was 30, you know, $30 and says, okay, cool. Pulls out his phone and, you know, says, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to send you some money. And the guy without blinking says, yeah. And he turns around and says, I just, you know, to me, as if I was listening, I was, but I wasn't listening like intently. I was just, you know, listening to everybody, all the, you know, everything and going on. But he says, because it was a message for me. He says, I just don't really have a need to carry a wallet or, you know, or cash or anything. I can do everything on yeah. my phone. I'm like, Yes, that's the that's the new generation. They don't that's the carry new anything. Generation, yes. and so when when they want to the when they want to find something on the phone, they, on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go out to eat. I'm gonna hop on Yelp or Google, or, right? I'm on my phone or I'm on my computer, whatever the case is, right? During the day, just again. So if you don't have that digital presence, and it doesn't have to be the largest, but you have to have some. And if it, right. if 
depending on your business, there are areas that are more critical and there are areas that are more efficient, right? right. Um, so for some industries, content is king, right? yes. you know, and putting out a lot of content is very valuable. For other areas, content isn't necessarily, it might be SEO or it might be something completely different, right? But it's still in the digital space. Absolutely. Um, a lot of things that, you know, folks don't understand or just they wouldn't, there's a lot of research been done, you know, email campaigns, you know, I went back with a fortune, one of these fortune 500s and they very specifically said, Hey, let's look at the whole process. And they had an awesome process already, but I was able to point out one area where they weren't, you know, utilizing all the, you know, all the resources and, and, and in capturing all the revenue. And it was email campaigns. They had run two email campaigns in the previous year and percentage wise, the ROI was larger in that bucket than all the other buckets all the other things that they had done and i was like they should be focusing there hello boom the roi sick here why are we not why why, why are we not doing more of this i know oh, we're not email that. i checked the percentages which we're, ones are opening up what percentage what what are the quicks where are they going yes and there were fortune 500 and, still, and so they had to they realized okay we need to bring in someone for specifically to analyze the data right. because again they have fortune 500 they have their databases are ridiculous right right they right, need right, someone very specifically for that sure that may sure. not be the case for you you know and it may not be the right. case for you know you know uh, john doe down the block who has you know either a restaurant or you know some other right. type of business right. or a law firm right smart, yeah completely yeah. different right and so I think the other thing that I learned um, with my time there at the chamber, um, which is critical as well as far as, you know, like small businesses and applying some of these things is I realized and I was a, I was I was baffled. That's the word baffled. I mean, just I draw dropping, you know, companies that are already in the three, four, five million dollar range generating, you know, they're not huge, you know, five or six employees, but they're generating. Um, have no marketing strategy, no marketing campaign, none, none. Nope. And I'm okay. So I'm not even, I'm, I'm not even going to ask how you guys, you know, what's like, is there a sales process or what? <laughs> no, nothing. And I'm like, so this is just basically because God loves you. I yeah, literally, you just got myself there and that stuck there. I literally, <laughs> I literally said this to someone. I was like, so you've gotten here because God really loves you because you have no plan. How yeah. are you going to grow? And so, sitting with them which was not technically not part of our space right as a chamber most right, chambers, right, right. we made it part of our of our you know sop and what we're going to do for members we put together call them mini marketing campaigns hmm. so that way they could maximize you know with the services or the you know benefits that they were getting from the chamber they could maximize their outcome or their revenue and so we would tie in pieces of marketing campaigns there or components, if you will. Um, you know, you got to go to these networking events. These are going to be important for you to be at because these are the type of people you want just right, laid it right. out for them, kind right? Give them a guide, and, a little guide to uh, kind of follow. <laughs> and that and that made all the difference in the world because then at that point they were able to see, which is something extremely important for, you know, uh, entrepreneurs and business owners, where's my ROI? Right, in a membership. Right? <laughs> in a membership, which is very Woo. difficult. 
fine, right? <laughs> yes. That was the, the eternal battle. How do I prove how yes. do I prove ROI with a membership? You know, and yes. so part of that was tying it back to look, we have some metrics, we have some, right. you know, some goals, we have some we have a strategy that we're gonna put in place. And when they would come back and say, Well, have we put together, you know, have we, you know, put in place or put in action some of this strategy that we've put yes. Okay, cool. What else do we need to do? Or no. Ah, so if we don't work the plan, the plan yeah, exactly. isn't going to work for you type of thing, right? And so right, right, again, right. it's like anything else in all of business. You got to get in there and do it, right? So if yeah. if, if I were going to say, hey, like, you know, the things that I've learned um, throughout my, my, my process, I would say that I hiring right, um, hiring right from a the, the right space right my mm -hmm. space i have to hire folks that are like me what do i mean i'm looking for people that are phds literally i'm looking for people who have phds and and i i think you know um, my partner is actually in the process of trying to you know copyright or coin that but you know folks that are passionate passionate yep folks that are hungry yep and folks that hungry. are hungry, they have to be hungry. If they're not hungry, yes. they're, you know, and especially in sales and marketing, right? And more so oh, sales yeah. than anything else, right? But hungry, right? And people that are absolutely determined or disciplined. And I prefer to use the word discipline. Discipline, um, yes. And I'll, I'll tell you why, because that's another area where if someone isn't disciplined, like, look, I, 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 used to go to the gym and I was just prodded today to go to the gym again. And I'm not, I just don't have the time, but there we've all had moments where we've needed to do something or wanted to do, to do something. Um, but it's just not, we don't feel it. Our attitude isn't there. Right. But if you're disciplined enough, you're going to go through the motions. You're going to run the plays. You're going to make the calls. You're going to send out, you're going to do what you need to do. That's that discipline is what gets you out of bed in the morning, Marie. It's what gets you, yes. you know, even though, you know, like you're having challenges with whatever is coming yep. you know, in, in your way. It's that discipline, that discipline that's going to get you to sit there and you know hop on the phone and talk to your clients and coach them, mentor and do everything you need to do. It's that discipline, the passion and the hunger obviously come into play, but that discipline is what really ties it together. So yep. I hire folks and I look folks to be on my team. I, I use the word hire very loosely, but to be part of my team, right? Yes. Because when yes. I work with an entrepreneur, I look at it as I'm bringing on you team. on board to my team. We're going to work and we're going to collaborate. And if yeah. you as an entrepreneur aren't, you're not PhD material, the results are going to be <laughs> lack. I'm serious. The results aren't going to be yeah, there. No, you're, not, you're not going to, you're not going to follow through. And it doesn't matter what I lay out. You're, it's not going to work for you because you're not going to follow through. And so I look for folks that are PhD material. You know, they're passionate, hungry, and disciplined about their business. That's very yeah. important to me, right? Whether they're working with me internally in my team or externally, we're collaborating like with you, for example, if mm -hmm. you weren't passionate, if you weren't hungry or you weren't disciplined, can't work with you. It's not, yeah. it's not my thing. Yeah, we would it's not like, have been able to collaborate on, on so many things that we've worked, you know, absolutely. together outside absolutely. of the chamber the past two years. And uh, I wanted to make sure to to read out uh, the your company uh, website so our listeners that didn't get to see the banner go by can actually check it out. So make sure, guys, to check out the website, uh, therevenuesage.com, therevenuesage.com. 
that way you can, you know, kind of look at what Maurice is working on. And there's a lot more other things that he hasn't gotten to a release and launch yet, but it's in the <laughs> works. But so far, at least you can go and check out the revenuestage.com on the work that he's doing. And also, if you would like to uh, get a, a consultation with him, he does offer a 15-minute consultation for absolutely complimentary. Uh, just email him, maurice at therevenuesage.com. That's maurice at therevenuesage.com. Absolutely. I appreciate that plug, Marie. Yeah. yeah anyone who uh, is looking for a consultation, if they believe they have a PhD, a PhD. I'm gonna start using that term, my friend. Yeah, PhD. You know, um, then I'm I'm happy to spend 15 minutes. My questions are very, um, they're gonna be tough questions. Um, you know, but I'm gonna get to the bottom of it, bottom of it within 15 minutes. I'm gonna tell you, hey, look, I can help you, or I'm gonna point you in the direction where you should right. go and look for help. Because um, at the end of the day, right. like I said, my passion is to help small businesses. Uh, that it, creating that impact. And even if I can't help, that's okay. I'm not meant to help everybody. But if I can point you in the right direction, that's still a way of helping you. It's so valuable. I'm, that's I'm, valuable I'm, I'm happy. time. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I, I, absolutely. I, might, I might be saving you a lot of time, you know, just bouncing around looking for the answer, exactly. right? Where I've already seen it or I've seen someone else who's already, you know, been through that and I can just point you there and, you know, save you some time and heartache. I would say the other the lesson I've learned, you know, Marie, you know, now that we're talking about that is, again, this just, you know, my my father had this saying he would always walk around because, again, he was a general contractor. He would walk around and say, you know, just you know, measure twice, cut once. Oh, right? yeah. I've heard that he, term a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He almost beat it into us. Again, being a general <laughs> contractor, he couldn't be off, you know, measurements or anything. But, yes. You know, he, he applied it to us and he applied it in life all the way around. And what, you know, I remember having one conversation with him. He, I went back and was like, but dad, you told me, you know, like measure twice, cut once. And he looked at me and said, the key there is at the end, you have to cut. You take action at the end. Yes. And so the Nike, right? Just do it at the end. You can, we can plan it. We can, you know, lay out the, the strategy do. and everything. Somebody's got to do it. We got to exactly. you know, take some action. So, and if you can take action, even when it feels uncomfortable, um, you're you're still going to be far better off than where you are today, right? Yeah. Especially if you measure twice, right? And when I right. say measure twice, did you measure the risk properly? Because that's really the only thing as an entrepreneur yes. I, I'm, I'm concerned about. Did I lose a little bit of money? Probably. I've made some mistakes. I made actually my, my very first mistake was a $250,000 mistake. Um, and my dad bailed me out. And so measure twice, cut once, right? I was able to, you know, pay him back. But you it learned was a, from that. Did I learn? So I, I did. I learned. I, I learned not, you know, not, I, I learned. I learned yeah. a lot, you know, and I came back stronger than that. You know, my and my next uh, my next move, really, you know, I was able to make that back and add a little on top. So I learned it was a $250,000 lesson, right? And so. Yes. But I had to do it. Had yes. I not done it, I wouldn't have learned. Right, right. That lesson could have cost me two or three million dollars down the road. Absolutely, absolutely. It could yes. have had I not learned the two hundred fifty thousand dollar one. So absolutely, le lesson, lessons. You know, sometimes they're costly, and that's okay. But they're still lessons. They could be saving you from something else in the future, right? 
Um, so, but doing it just as an entrepreneur, I think that if you don't do it, you just can't even be called an entrepreneur. That's that's what yes. separates an entrepreneur from other folks, right? The facts that the fact that they can actually take the action, do it, move forward. Otherwise, yes. you're just like everybody else. Else, you know, you're just you're, you're a wannabe. You know, and there's a lot of wannabes out there. And a lot it's, of it's, it's not a bad thing. You know, it's not a bad thing. I would say, you know, but that wannabes not, aren't, they don't have PhDs. That's all. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's really, that's really, you know, they're, they're, you know, they, they're just, you know, wannabe. And so I would say those are some of the lessons I've learned. Whether, what other questions do you think I, I'd be able to answer that would be yeah, very Yeah, this was a really great, listeners? great conversation. Uh, you know, we didn't have to structure it so much with questions. <laughs> You've covered okay. your challenges. Um, yeah, if you want to give us a little bit on specifically, let's say a, a little quick snippet on the Revenue Sage itself, like what it was it that it offers and who are the customers that you are looking for? Yeah, absolutely. So the customers that we typically help, again, number one, you have to have a PhD, right? Check of that course. box off, right? And you, <laughs> you have a business, you have a business, you have a PhD, then, you know, again, we might be able to help you. Uh, we typically help businesses that are looking to enhance their digital, uh, their digital okay. marketing profile, mm -hmm. the footprint. We do yeah. it in different ways. It's not just social media or paid advertising or anything like that. We 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 look at where you're at um, holistically in the process. We develop, you know, an actual ICP um, with you and a marketing plan. So it's not just a half-ass type thing. We work with companies that. In the end, really what they want to do is they want to create a sales engine, a sustainable right. business model, right? The, um, we work with companies that need more sales in general yes. or would like to optimize their sales, meaning they have tons of leads, but their sales team isn't really closing yes, on them. Yeah, something's um, we, missing. We help, yeah. Something's missing. We help them optimize that. So uh, we, again, we work with a lot of different companies, 